Whoa, look at all those stars. Can't get a view like this in the city. <laughs> Maybe I'll catch one. You're lucky you're cute. Myself, fly you to the moon. You know, I've never been outside the city before. Looks like a prison from here, a cage of light. Welcome back. This is Virtual Tavern, a podcast where we talk about all things sci-fi and fantasy. And we have finally lived up to that name. If you haven't seen already, we have uploaded our first episode of Fantasy Friday. Um, we are covering the Lord of the Rings franchise. So if you are into fantasy, Lord of the Rings, go ahead and give that a listen. Um, but anyway, we are a fantasy and sci-fi podcast, Virtual Tavern. We are covering cyberpunk Edrunners. And we are on episode five. We are officially, after this, halfway through the Anime Hunter. I know. And it, it doesn't feel real because, you know, like we, it feels like we just started. Uh, <laughs> it does. <laughs> and maybe it's because of how long we were on the Matrix. Like, it felt like we were going to be stuck on the Matrix forever. And don't get me wrong. I, I, loved, I loved covering it. Well, we did three but... episodes every movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did the Animatrix. So three, six, nine. Did the Animatrix 10. And then the Matrix... Rev the fourth one. So, <laughs> the, what I don't the remember what it is either. It's so forgettable. I even forgot the resurrections. Oh yeah, Resurrection, that's right. Matrix four. So that makes ten episodes, I think, of Matrix content we did. We we had eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, because oh, nine. Yeah, okay, you're dumb and don't know how to do math. <laughs> I am. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, what am I forgetting? Oh, um, our socials, our, our, our introductions. You dumbass. I know. I get so excited. Um, so virtual tavern, a podcast where we talk about all things, sci-fi and fantasy, <laughs> check our socials. We are on YouTube, uh, go like, and like, and subscribe and comment and everything, all that shit, uh, where you can find our YouTube shorts. You can also find our shorts on TikTok. Um, it is virtual underscore tavern underscore podcast and our shorts over there are doing pretty well. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah, they're just nice little comedic shorts where you can experience our podcast in a video format in nice little bite-sized comedic chunks. Yeah. Um, if you guys like, uh, short style content, um, I think you guys would really like it because it's like Adam said, you know, uh, you get to experience our podcast in a slightly different format. Like rather than us just making references, we get to actually like include those yeah. um, and have bits and pieces thrown Hunter, in. So it, it makes it fun. Hunter, it's 2024. Short form content is all we consume. <laughs> we all have Zoom or brain rot at this point. Not short form, it's average. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But uh, yeah, like our socials, like, our, like our, um, our TikTok and our YouTube. Go subscribe, like, comment, and smash that like button. Uh, <laughs> make sure to hit the bell for the notifications. <laughs> If you would like, you can always send us an email. Our email is contactvirtualtavern, excuse me, contactvirtualtavern at gmail.com. Uh, you could, whatever we're covering in that particular uh, episode, whether it be fantasy or sci-fi, you can send us an email and we will read it on the relevant podcast uh, episode. So if you like 
send us an email with a question about edge runners we'll read it on the next edge runners episode yeah and vice versa so send us an email anything that's on your mind questions comments or anything you want to share we will read it on the podcast we did not get any emails this week but i do have something cool hunter that i'm saving to tell you our analytics we have a listener from a brand new country oh and i will give you three chances to guess and your reward will be three shroot bucks oh i get shroot bucks (laughs) and you can exchange 2400 shroot bucks for one attaboy (laughs) so there's a lot riding on the line so you get three guesses japan no um is it anywhere on that same that same kind of line of thought over like the same hemisphere yeah i guess I'll give you one hint. It's in Europe. Um, That's your only hint you're going to get. Shit. Balls. Fuck. Uh, Wales. That's not a country. <laughs> Wales? No. Or um, Wales? Yeah, I used to be Wales. Um, Last chance. Fuck. Uh, uh, I don't know. What, what is it? No, you have one more guess. Come on. I can't think Did of it. Did you fail geography? How many countries are in Europe? <laughs> I don't fucking remember. Just guess. Uh, dude, I don't think this one's in Europe. Uh, New Zealand? It's Germany. Oh, we got a German listener. You cool. dumb fuck. <laughs> we, have a, we have a new German listener. That's cool. So it's really whenever we get a new listener from a new country, I like to shout them out. So whoever you are, um, thank you for listening overseas. So now we have listeners from like six different countries. Pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. So I just wanted to give that. You failed me, Hunter. <laughs> Dude, I should have fucking guessed Germany. I wasn't thinking it, though, because I was like, okay, you know, it's got to be, it's going to be somewhere like um, kind of off on its own, you know, not <laughs> one of the fucking, the heavy hitters. You were thinking it was like fucking uh, <laughs> Russia. But yeah, I think that's, that covers all of our 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 house cleaning shit that we do before the episode um hunter is there anything that you any announcements anything new in your life before we get Um, started uh i mean not really just uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier our uh our tiktok is starting to do pretty well so um again if you guys uh want to experience our content in a different format um you can find us on both youtube and tiktok so uh Definitely go check it out. (laughs) Okay, so right about here is where we do something called a talking point recap. Uh, If you are a new listener, the German guy or girl, um, so we like to do something. It could be they, them. They, them. It could be, uh, (laughs) god damn it. (laughs) Our talking point recap is just an opportunity for us to reflect on the previous episode. So, Hunter, my talking point recap for you for episode four of Cyberpunk Edgerunners is they had a cyber psycho incident, right? They, yeah. Towards the end of the episode, Pillar was Pilar. God damn it, Pilar was killed by the cyber psycho. Yeah. My <clears throat> talking point recap for you is: if you were in the world of cyberpunk and you found yourself in the presence of a cyber psycho, who in the crew would you choose to protect you? Um, like I'm getting to run around with Maine and all his crew. Yes. Uh. I'm choosing fucking big boy. You're choosing Maine? I'm choosing Maine. But he has cyber psychosis too. Uh, true, but I mean, at this point, we don't know that, right? Like, mm. we just know that he's having issues with his, his uh, wrist rockets. Oh, <laughs> wrist rocket. <laughs> Dude, I fucking think of Battle super Front battle two. droids every time, man. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, I would I would go with Maine to protect me just because like he has the experience and um the size to really yeah. like if if need be fucking throw my ass to I, get me the fuck out of there. I guess he is the most dangerous of the group, right? But yeah, he, at this point. But towards the end of the series, he becomes more unreliable. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, excuse me. So my talking point recap for you is during that cyber psycho um fight we see david hop up shoots him in the head and uh we think it's all done and over with and then main has to jump up there to save david's life right what direction do you think the show would have gone in had main not got up there in time to pop that motherfucker's head off if David had died right if, there? If David had gotten fucking murdered, what direction do you think they'd have had to go to continue the series? I think they would have... The only way that they could continue the series is to show the rest of the show from Lucy's point of view. No <laughs> one else is... It's, it saddens me to say, but no one else has more of a dynamic in the show than Lucy. Yeah. Everyone else besides Maine is one note as hell. Well, actually, no. It's just they're not they they're not given enough time to bake. Kiwi towards the end <laughs> let them cook. Let them cook. Kiwi towards the end of the show does show a little bit of character development. But it's at like the last episode. Yeah. And Maine, he has a little bit more character development towards the middle of the series. I think it's this one or next one. Um and Rebecca, I love Rebecca, but in this show she's portrayed a little one note one-dimensional um that's because she's not best girl <laughs> fuck your poll on youtube <laughs> yeah i th it would have to be from lucy's point of view because she's given the most screen time besides david she's given the most uh dynamic to her personality and her character and her backstory dude can you imagine if lucy got chipped with his sandevistan and then was just oh running my. around using that in the mono wire <laughs> dude what if in a future fucking cyberpunk game uh, Lucy puts on David Sandevistan. Dude, that'd be fucking sick. Like, oh, dude, what if she goes like, like they include her, but she's gone cyber psycho? Oh no, <laughs> no. CD oh. Red, please do it. CD Project Red, you have to because we came up with that idea. You have to pay Hunter royalties now. Oh, yep, yep. So, bitch, better give me my money. <laughs> all right, so we are in Cyberpunk Edge Runners episode five. All eyes on me, and this takes place. Um maybe like a day or two after Pilar gets killed by the cyber psycho. Yeah. It's, it's pretty close to it. Um, we see David and Maine just hanging out in a room with, uh, Pilar's hands sitting on a table in front of him. And he's Maine is offering the, the hands to David. Yeah. And basically David was saying like, you know, uh, I don't really think that they fit me or whatever. Like, you know, it's not my style. So Maine's like, Oh, what? You can't scavenge off a body that you knew. Well, David says, they're just not my style. I have my eyes on something else. And then he looks at Maine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I want them gloves, boy. Uh, and then Maine's like, you got a deal. If I zero out, they're all yours. <laughs> you know, Maine's trying to be like that big brother to David and everything. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, that's a little <laughs> bit of the character development that we were talking about. Like, we get to see him kind of more of as a, a human. Yeah. And then we go straight to Kiwi, um, a character that we haven't had a lot of screen time yet. She's just chilling in her Netrunner bathtub and everything. <laughs> I always like seeing the Netrunner tubs in um, 
see humming 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 <laughs> so, sorry kiwi just came came out of nowhere just fully nude and everything coming out of the netrunner bathtub but basically kiwi is just getting information about their their last job and i think their next one yeah um what else is going on oh main made a nice little snide comment like you guys fuck yet <laughs> yeah you got laid didn't you yeah <laughs> you did you got laid didn't you you did. He does this like cute, like funny little cartoon slide. You got laid, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> Almost like Ed, Ed, and Eddie or something. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I kind of find entertaining about this little bit here is uh, after um, Kiwi sits down on the couch with them, like you kind of see David's eyes darting down towards her tits and then go back up to me and then dart down and go back to me. He can't stop himself from looking at her. <laughs> Like, like, right now, he's staring right at her fucking tits. Yep. <laughs> well, obviously, David's, you know, 17 on the cusp of 18, so... Yeah. Even though nudity and sex is something that's shown abundantly in Night City, you know, he's, we gotta remember, he's still, like, a barely a fucking adult. Yeah. And the way I want to describe it is, like, nudity and sex in cyberpunk, it's just treated as, like, this nonchalant thing, this very casual thing. That Kiwi just casually fucking hops up out of the net running bathtub all naked like it's nothing. Like, Maine's not bothered by it. Yeah. I mean, David is kind of the only one that's hasn't a, a, a reaction because he's just so young. Yeah, like, he hasn't had to really be around um, that sort of thing before, so it's still new to him. Yeah. Um, but everyone that's, like, middle-aged in this world is, like, so jaded and, like, disassociated from nudity and sex that... Like, if that were to happen, it'd just be like, oh, it's a typical Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they're they're so, what's the word I'm looking for? They're so desensitized to yes, nudity that's... and um, things of a sexual nature to where it's just like, oh, okay, you're basically just a walking, talking advertisement. Yeah, instead of, like, you're going down Chinatown in Portland, like, oh, there's a person shooting up fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Instead, in Nice City, oh, there's a person getting street head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, that person's getting finger blasted over in the alleyway. It's a typical Sunday. Yeah. I'm glad to be in Night City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just have a more, more of a conversation. I think they're prepping for the next job and everything. And that's right, Faraday. Faraday is the name of the guy that contracted Maine's crew. Yeah, I, fucking I, Four Eyes. Yeah, I was struggling to remember his name. He's voiced by Gus from Breaking Bad, um, that same, that same uh, voice actor and everything. Yeah. But Maine... David, Lucy, Kiwi, and Jorio, the last remaining members because Pilar got killed last episode. Yep. They're all getting ready for the next job. Uh, Kiwi has some intel from her ice bath dive and everything. And I believe, okay, now, now I'm starting to remember because it's been a while since I watched the episode. Yeah, they're going after, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He, but... He's a BD uh, seller. Yeah. A brain dance seller. He's the one that does the Edge Runner series that David watched in the very first episode of this series. Yeah. Where the cyber psycho, the one that actually had the Sendevastan before David, that's the one he was watching. Yeah. So he's the guy. This is the same guy that sells these brain dance recordings on the black market. Yeah, and when you think about it, it's really fucked up that David watched this dude get fucking gunned down and then... Ended up fucking, uh, yeah, chipping his fucking Sandevistan. Yeah, you watch the guy die, and then later on in the episode, you take his actual Sandevistan that he was wearing. Like, that's kind of creepy. 
But oh, let me go back a little bit because it actually says his name. Yeah, Jimmy Kurosaki. Yeah, Jimmy Kurosaki, I, I believe. But yeah, Jimmy Kurosaki. This guy, he's wearing basically a pimp outfit. <laughs> was the best way I could describe it. He's got the pimp fucking trench coat with the fuzzy lacing and everything. Yeah, like he looks like um uh, what fucking Night City would have as far as uh Cat Williams would go. Yeah, he does look like a like a white version of Cat Williams. A little bit, yeah. He's got golden jewelry, uh purple and like light blue aesthetic. <sighs> Excuse me. Whose idea was it to drink beer again? <laughs> Dude, it's always yours. It's always mine. Um, but they're trying to get information from this guy, Kurosaki, I believe. Yeah. To basically help fuel their next mission. And David is basically just giving him the ring around. Huh? Hey, don't tell me you're not the Jimmy Kurosaki, are you? Who's that? Uh, knew it. Knew it was you. Totally. Huge fan, sir. You know a ripper doc in Arroyo who pushes XBDs? I part-timed with him for a while selling your stuff. Is that right? Can I shake your hand? Stalling him and everything, and the plan is for Maine to sneak. You choose the biggest guy. I know. To try to sneak up on this fucking dude. Like, I'm sure the dude can just hear fucking goomp, goomp, goomp. Well, it's pretty cool, like the whole expression, oh, I have eyes in the back of my head. This no. dude literally has a fucking camera on the back of his head. Yeah, Kurosaki literally has eyes in the back of his head. You cannot sneak up on this dude. Yeah. Which probably helps keep him alive in his line of work and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but he activates some kind of, like, short-range EMP blast. Yeah. Which, within, like, a radius of, I don't know, like, 30 meters, disrupts all cyberware and everything, besides the user, I'm sure. Yeah, it more or less knocks both David and Maine <clears throat> unconscious. And because... And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, Kiwi was uh, in the car, and... Um, she actually has to lean out and puke because she got hit with it as well. Just it didn't knock her out. Yeah, she was further away. Yeah, but Maine, because Maine is so chromed the fuck up, basically over half of his body is cyberware. He passes out. Yeah, like his body can't take it. So and David's I, just a bitch. And David's just—he's a little fuckhead. He's just a little. <laughs> Must be something I, with guys named David. I love the way Dorio treats Maine. Like, all right, dog, stay. <laughs> I know. Like, Maine is trying to get attitude and he's like, good dog, stay. Don't gotta worry about me. Yeah, yeah, be a good boy. Stay. Just beats the shit out of fucking Maine. I know, fucking boots him into the car and then slams the fucking trunk on him. Yeah. But Kurosaki, I believe, is, I keep forgetting, like, yeah. Kurosaki has kidnapped David. And. Lucy, like like some kind of switch gets turned on with Lucy. Like, whoever this guy is, I will rip him to fucking shreds if he hurts David. Yeah. Like, she goes into full-on territorial, like, I will fucking murder you and then go to hell and murder you again kind of attitude. Yeah, it, it is very primal with um just how protective she is of him right now. You seem fine. I was out of range. I'm more worried about David. Especially if that dick pops the EMP again. Won't pop shit if we zero him. <laughs> You're pissed, aren't you? Just a little. Uh, which is kind of cool because, you know, I mean, obviously we saw them, you know, kiss and all that shit in the last episode. So this really confirms that it wasn't just like a one-time thing. Like, she actually had feelings for him and yeah. they're, they're starting to grow. They're but... in a full-blown relationship. Yeah. And... Lucy has made that decision to open herself up again 
to getting hurt. Yeah. And now she will like fight to the death to protect that. We talked about that last episode that <clears throat> Lucy comes from a very tragic background and we'll get more of that later. Uh, but she is willing to die and like kill anyone that gets in the way of her newfound relationship. Yeah. Um, but David wakes up basically in a pit of blood and bodies. And we don't know this yet, but he's having a brain dance nightmare. Yeah. Um, oh, were you going to say something? Um, oh, I was just going to add into it. Uh, he is surrounded, like you said, by, by all of these bodies. And he's confused, like, how the hell did I get here? Um, <laughs> it's like, he, sorry. He, <laughs> I was thinking of that Rick and Morty episode. How did I get here? No, no, Morty, Morty, look. How did he get there? <laughs> it's an older episode. It's from, like, season two. Oh, yeah. I know, I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> And now we're back to How Did I Get Here? The only show that makes you ask yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> Here's our first person. Oh, oh my God. How did I get here? Hello? How did I get here? Somebody help me, please. <laughs> All right. Holy crap. Look, it's that lady with the shit on her face like Worf from Star Trek that, that was getting coffee. How did she get there? Oh my God, Morty. How did she get there? How did she get there? How did I get here? Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Anyway, so he he's confused about how he got to where he's at, whatever. Uh, and he looks down. There's a pistol in his hand that already has a bunch of blood on it. Cops come around. They've got fucking spotlights on him and shit. So he just starts fucking blind firing because he can't see with the flashlights in his face. Yeah. Runs outside. And there's just a shit ton of cops waiting for him. Yeah. If I remember right, Kurosaki is making David relive the cyber cycle from the very beginning of the series. This, I, I, I don't remember his name, but it's the one that had the seven devastand in the first few minutes of this series. He's making him relive that specific brain dance. Um, I'm not because sure. It's because it's in the city center and everything. It takes place in the city center. Some of the shots are the same with the cops aiming their guns and everything. I, I guess we'll find out in a second. He, I, he goes on a monologue and everything, but David, this you is... sly dog, you got me monologuing. <laughs> yeah. You sly dog, you got me monologuing. I can't believe <laughs> This is pretty badass. David with fucking mantis blades. Like, out of nowhere, the cop gets tackled by David, and David busts out these mantis blades, and that's kind of how we know that this is a dream, right? David never had mantis blades. Yeah. And then Max Tack shows up, and I love this. When you, Max Tack shows up, you know you're fucked. Oh, yeah. Even if you're a cyber psycho, I'm, I'm trying to like reference the game a little bit. Like you can still kill Max Tech in the video game, but it's extremely hard. It is incredibly difficult. Yeah, they're like all mini bosses in and of themselves. Yep. But this uh, part was just fucking ridiculous. So he gets his his limbs blown off, right? And then a shit ton of guns just sprout from the fucking legs. What is this Inspector Gadget <laughs> fucking shit doing in my cyberpunk? Like you said, it's way too goofy and like ridiculous to be taken seriously <laughs> do to do to do no this is like yeah this is like the mask you, you, you remember that scene yes. when the guy the gangster threatens him and he pulls out like 30 guns and the, <laughs> that's well, what it is do you feel lucky punk <laughs> so fucking david martinez had a mask moment where 30 guns pop out of his arms and legs it was goofy as hell um but david gets killed by the max tech guy and he wakes up and he realizes he's been kidnapped by the same guy they were trying to get information from. Yeah. Um, and 
the guy is making him relive that cyber psycho incident. I, and I'm pretty sure it's from the same cyber psycho in the beginning of the, let me rewind a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it's from the same cyber psycho in the beginning of the series. And it's pretty fucked. If that's true, it's like karma. Like you're, you're reliving the death of the same guy that made is going to turn you into a cyber psycho now. Yeah. It's, it's like irony, but let me go ahead and forward a little bit. Dave was like, what the hell, man? Why would you do that to me? And, Oh, I thought I thought you were a fan of my work and everything. You, yeah, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> Say the Edge Runner series. I have seen them all. Mm-hmm. I've seen most of your stuff. Uh, so David has seen almost all of the Edge Runner brain dances, and that's kind of what motivated him to become an Edge Runner. Yeah. Um. He also uh used to peddle the guy's stuff. Like he'd go out and sell I the forgot BDs about and stuff. that. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. He did. Um, um, James Norris. That's who. So that's what his name was. James Norris was the cyber psycho in the beginning of this series where he was gunned down by Max Tech and the original owner of that Sendevistan. Yeah. So that's, I couldn't remember for the life of me that, what his name was. Oh my, what a gem. <laughs> what a gem. But basically, this guy, Hunter, help me out here. What's his name again? Kurosaki? Uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Kurosaki. Kurosaki. So Jimmy Kurosaki's plan is to basically turn David insane, playing this brain dance over and over again for him. Yeah, and turn him into a cyber psycho. Yeah, like I wonder honestly if a lot of the cyber psycho incidents that this guy has managed to record, if this is what he's done, like he's like he like, deliberately turns people into cyber psychos, exactly, so that way he can make money off of them. Like maybe he just sees someone that has a decent amount of chrome and then fucking kidnaps them, Help. sticks them in here. Just helps dial that notch just a little bit to put them over the edge. Exactly. And then records their death and then makes money off of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially with how fucked Night City is. Like, that kind of makes sense to me. That's actually a strong theory. Like, that's my headcanon now. <laughs> is that this isn't his first time taking somebody off the block that says, oh, you're an edge runner, right? I've seen your merc work. How about you come into my shop and I'll give you an upgrade? <laughs> Go into my shop, y'all. <laughs> Go into my shop, y'all. <laughs> but Dorio and Lucy, uh, they spring his hideout, and Lucy's not fucking taking any chances. As soon as he sees uh, Jimmy Kurosaka reach for like some kind of panic button on his waist, she just starts blasting. <laughs> so anyway, I just started blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I started blasting. Bah, wow. bah. No, I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after him. But Dorio and Lucy are trying to get david out of the brain dance he's like seizing up and everything yeah um probably all of his and his uh chemicals not not hormones are probably all out of whack and everything and and jimmy kurosaka is just gloating like how might i assist you uh i'm so sorry he's just basically apologizing kissing ass yeah Ooh, mighty impressive show you motherfucker Okay, okay. Surrender for real this time. White flag. White flag my ass. Prepare to breathe your last little shit stain. Really? But I thought you had some questions for me. Um, I love how Dorio is using an overture, which is basically the same kind of hand cannon that you can get in the game. Yeah, it is one of the ones that you can get. Yeah, I, I just like that <clears throat> Dorio is using the overture hand cannon because that's the exact same hand cannon I use for 90% of my playthrough. Yeah. 
Um, again, this goes back to their attention to detail with the game. Because uh, even like the pistols that they have, I can't remember which model it is that they have them use. Like Unity. the one that we just saw. Yeah, a, a Unity. Um, mm. That's what David had during that brain dance that we just saw. So he it's... had a Unity pistol in the dream? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so it's just, it's cool that they, uh, you know, again, paid so much attention to the details to where, like, you can recognize exactly what weapons that they're using. Yeah. Um, so Dorio and Lucy, they get ambushed by a couple drones that are being controlled by Jimmy, Jimmy Kuras. Kurosaki. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Jimmy. Uh, so Jimmy <laughs> They is got ambushed by JK. They, JK. JK Simmons. I want pictures of David. <laughs> um, but they get David loose and everything. He activates and said, Davis, Dan, these drones are bulletproof. So the only hope they have is for Lucy to quick hack these things. Yeah. David's keeping them occupied. They're trying to like shoot David, but he's just like quicksilvering all over the place. Yeah. You know, like, why don't you just mail me the bullet? <laughs> um, um, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think it's, it's really cool to see. David using his his Sandevistan in this context because it shows like just how much his body has adapted to be able to actually utilize it without like he's getting better at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, because you know before he did it what like nine times to pass out. We just watched him do it like fucking fifteen times in a circle. Yeah. So Lucy eventually powers through and jailbreaks the drones and shuts them down. <laughs> and Jimmy says something really funny. Wow, I didn't expect you to quick hack those drones so well Quickly. quick. <laughs> hey, runner girl. It takes real talent to quick hack so uh quickly. But he's on the ground and everything. They have a gun to his head, like, all right, all right, I surrender, white flag and all. And, <laughs> and the three eyes pop out of the back of his head so he can actually see them and have a it's just funny. Yeah. Um, so they take Jimmy back into his uh, his back office where he has all of the brain dances lined up in like a little storage, like a library almost. Yeah, it's like an archive. Yeah. And he's got hundreds of these recordings. And eventually, I think he goes over to the Edge Runner series. So it's not just Edge Runners that he records. He probably records like, I don't know, Tiger Claws or um, Maelstrom, you know guys biting the dust anyone that really dies a, a horrible death he records it yeah edge runners is just a, a a term given to people doing contracts and mercenary work exactly but anyway david and jimmy are having a conversation like are you going to turn into a cyber psycho and everything jimmy's egging him on like you think that you're special you think that you're different but i know for sure that one day you're gonna that sendevisan is gonna win yeah. And you'll turn psycho just like the rest of them. I've seen it before a million times. I've seen it before and I'll shoot again. <laughs> and I'll fucking do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll turn you cyber psycho. Murder. <laughs> but David is staying resolute in his belief that he's, he's different. He's built different. He feels different. And he's not going <laughs> to let himself become a cyber psycho. What? Dude, that just makes me think of those stupid videos where like, they crack the fucking egg in their elbow. Ugh, I'm built different. <laughs> I'm built different. Um, so Jimmy's just keep trying to egg, egg him on and everything. Like his last version of the Edge Runner series is number 32 with James Norris. And that's kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. Is David Martinez going to be volume 33 or 30, yeah. 34 in his little Edge Runner series? And sadly, like with hindsight 2020, you know, 
we we know that he does. Yeah. But anyway, there's this Arasaka exec that the group is like shadowing and everything. I forget how he's relevant to um the guy that hired them to the, do the job. I think this is the guy they were trying to get the entire time. Yeah, this is the guy they were trying to get the information from. Uh this is why they went to that security guard's car uh to try to get information as to where he was at. Yeah. Like the places that guy would frequent is where his boss, um I can't remember this individual's name, but we know that it's uh, Tanaka. Yeah, it's um that douchebag's dad from the fucking beginning. Yeah, so he's Tanaka apparently is a regular customer of Jimmy. Yeah. And Tanaka, I believe, is actually the father of... Katsuo. Katsuo. Yeah, he's Katsuo's dad. Oh, for sure he is? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, the thing that I, I read was like, my son is being discharged from the hospital tonight. So yeah. this is month, like weeks or like a couple months later, so David really fucked him up. Yeah, David straight up fucking damn near murdered that kid. <laughs> so he's been in the hospital this whole time. <laughs> but he's saying, my, hu- my son is being discharged for the hospital tonight. I need to get him something. Like, okay, that's fucked. Yeah. You do the, like, these little milk runs for your son to get him fucking basically smut porn, murder porn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's disgusting. Um, I think it's gonna hurt. You're still, <laughs> but I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> That's why they wanted to get to Jimmy is because they knew that Jimmy supplied Tanaka these brain dances. Yeah, exactly. So that's the whole reason why they wanted to get to Jimmy. Um, so Tanaka is basically making a deal and everything. Tanaka is actually pretty pretty badass. He's got some pretty high level cyberware. Yeah. So Maine and David they get the jump on him. Uh. And they're saying, just surrender, lay down your arms. Dorio's there, too. They want to jack into his neural port to get probably secrets on Arasaka and banking information and all that. Yeah. Um, but Tanaka, he's not a pushover. He actually tries to activate his... Uh, it's basically like a, a max tack panic button. Yep. But Lucy, being the awesome netrunner that she is... Like, uh, no, 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 not today. <laughs> no, no, no. Can you imagine if, like... He, Tanaka's trying to activate his fucking uh, panic button, and then the guy from Jurassic Park is like, nah, uh, uh, nah, uh, uh. <laughs> you nah, didn't uh, say uh. the magic word. <laughs> Please, damn it. <laughs> uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Please, God damn it. Hate this hacker crap. God damn it. So imagine like a little PNG of Lucy. Whenever she net runs someone, uh, blocking them from you know communicating with the outside world yep but tanaka is like fine i'll do it myself and he holds up his hands but out of his hands spawn like dozens of dozens of like little tiny whistling bird rockets uh yeah they're like these super um they're like hypodermic needles almost yeah and they all have their own homing trajectory and everything <laughs> tanaka like just like his like fucking son he activates his like gorilla hands He's beating the shit out of Maine. He's like, yeah, just going to fucking town on Maine's midsection. And finally, David has enough. He activates his San Devastan and just fucking full on shoulder charges Tanaka. And Maine, because David gave him an opening, uh, is able to get in one haymaker right into Tanaka and just knocks him out. Yeah. Like, Maine, he may not be the fastest one in the group, but he's a fucking tank. Yeah, he's a heavy-hitting son bitch. So if he hits you just, like, even once, you're going to be knocked out or dead. Yeah. 
But uh, it turns out during this firefight and everything, Jimmy was, I think it's one of the darts. Okay, it, it is one yeah. of the darts. It's right in his neck. Uh, Jimmy gets some friendly fire. He's, excuse me, he's like gasping on blood and everything. And he does something creepy. He's like gasping for blood. And then he looks at David and he smiles right before he dies. Gasping for blood or gasping for air? Choking on blood, you fucking moron. They're all in the dark. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Same, same fucking mentality. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. So, like you're saying, you know, he's he's holding his neck, um, gasping for air while he's while he's choking. For blood. <laughs> uh, and he looks over at David and like kind of smiles and opens his eyes a little bit more because he knows, you know, he has this fucking premium uh, trauma plan. Mm-hmm. So. If they don't get the fuck out of there, they're fucked. Yeah. Trauma's going to go in there and fuck some shit up. Well, I think he more so smiled because he's going to get the last laugh in the end. He knows that David is going to turn into a cyber psycho. Um, ah, my audio is playing. He knows that <clears throat> David is going to turn into a cyber psycho. And that's kind of like his, I'm going to get the last laugh in the end kind of like, I may die right here, but I know that you're going to turn into James Norris. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I can agree with that. Um, I can I can make that my head cannon. Yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Got you a dollar. But that is the end of the episode. Uh, they have to delta the fuck out of there. Um, yep. They they have their captive, uh, Tanaka, who is a a top head exec at Arasaka. Yeah, um, he's I, a big time corpo. Yeah, I don't think we know exactly what we need from him, but we know that we need the information stored in his data jack. Yeah. Whether that be corporate secrets or just like banking and routing information, whatever. It's not our job to know. We just know he's an important person. We need to get him to a secure location and basically extract all the information out of him. Yeah. Um, and that sets up the next episode. We have our hostage. Tanaka put up a boss fight, level fucking fight. <laughs> it was pretty cool to watch. You look at him and you see like, oh, he's just a suit. Yeah. He's just a regular old fat fucking, you know, Arasaka you know, suit head. Yep. This will be easy. And then he's like, fuck around and find out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm just a suit. I'm nothing more than that. Check this out. My fucking hands have many projectiles. I'd like to fire everywhere. He had monkey paws. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to fucking bust out my fucking. I'm going to (laughs) bust. I know Kung Fu. (laughs) Oh my God, he did do that. Yeah. But that is the end of the episode. (gasps) We are now officially halfway through Hunter. How does that feel? It makes me sad. I mean, I know we still have plenty of cyberpunk content. Oh, once we get to the game, like, we're... Buckle up, buttercup. That's probably going to be like 30 episodes right then and there. Oh, easy. So, 30 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it does sad me a little bit just because this anime is fucking... It's beautiful, just chef's kiss you know yeah, it just gets better with every following episode yeah i mean really there's not really a um a drawback to it at all it doesn't have a lull to it or anything um each episode just gradually gets better and better and more intense yeah um so it's it's cool they did a really good job with this yeah so this has been episode five um i can't remember what the name of it was but this has been cyberpunk edge runners episode five Catch us next Sunday for Sci-Fi Sunday for episode six, where shit goes the fuck down. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, <laughs> also, if you like fantasy, you can catch us on Fantasy Friday, 
um, where we'll be covering Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, so if you're a fan of that or that interests you, go follow us there. Um, well, it's the same podcast, so just follow the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, go follow our socials. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post YouTube shorts. Follow our TikTok, virtual underscore podcast. Fuck. Virtual, virtual. underscore tavern underscore podcast. There you go. Uh, email us if you have any questions, like what you thought of the episode, what you think of cyberpunk in general, it, literally anything that's on your mind. Our email is contactvirtualtavern at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. But with that being said, I don't really have anything to add, Hunter. Do you? Um, not really. I mean, I feel like we've, uh, we've pretty well covered this episode. So um, looking forward to getting with you guys on the next one. Yeah. So. Uh, Bye, I guess. <gasps> <laughs> what are you waiting for? I don't know. Episode six of Virtual Tavern. Me too, kid. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. Episode six, I guess. <laughs> Me too, kid. Me too. All right, for real. Bye this time. Bye.